This is Barb and Lori. We're doing our podcast on a couple of people we've learned a lot about over the last few weeks. We were, of course, talking at night about things we're listening to and reading, and Barb said she was listening to something called The Girls in the Picture by Melanie Benjamin. And then I listened to it, and we are just fascinated by the lives of Mary Pickford, who most people know, and another woman named Frances Marion, who many people don't know, but they were great friends, and they were very instrumental in the beginnings of the film industry. Mary Pickford, of course, was a superstar. And Actually, Lori, um, I have read articles that compare Mary Pickford and her husband, Doug Fairbanks, to the Kardashians and all that wow. entourage. Uh, because wherever they go, wherever they went, crowds would just, it, it was just unbelievable. So it is interesting to compare and contrast today's big stars or power couples to Mary Pickford and her husband. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, other, the other part of this that I kept thinking about is how the Me Too movement has happened in the film industry and women using their voices, talking about things that they didn't talk about. And the, the power they're trying to rightfully get um, when, in the early days of the film industry, many women were in charge. They were writing, they were directing, they were starring in the movies, and that just changed. Mary Pickford remained in power for a while, but of course her, her power waned. Frances Marion wrote many movies, and in the beginning, Frances Marion was involved in everything. That That's how the... Um, that's how the industry seemed to start. Um, people would act and write and do scenery and and be involved in Actually, our parts. Where, wherever they were needed, mm -hmm. they were there. So so they they were you know many many uh, you know jobs that they they knew how to do. And I think actually knowing all that information, you know in. It, it was just helpful in, in both their careers, you know, their knowledge of just the whole procedure of how to put a movie together. So they were, they, they were very, very interesting. But, um, Lori, I don't know if I told you that actually I did my uh, Camtasia uh, project on Mary Pickford. And, and I need to see that. Francis I would love to see Marion. that. Well, okay. I don't know if you need to see it, but um, actually, I, I actually, when you're just talking about the producers now yeah. and the Me Too yeah. movement, I put a picture of Harvey Weinstein <gasps> in there. And my question is, I think I had a shout out and I said, how would, how would poor Mary Pickford mm -hmm. handle mm -hmm. Harvey Weinstein? Yes. Yes. So it is kind of interesting to compare and contrast, you know, the 1920s, 30s to what's happening now in Hollywood. Yeah. Things have changed, and some things haven't changed, right? Well, let's get back, and let's talk about the girls and mm -hmm. the, their background and how they met. I believe they met in 1914. Um, Mary was just starting out in Hollywood, and she was a minor star, but she was, she was getting there. She knew which way to go. And Frances was from a fairly wealthy family from mm -hmm. the San Francisco mm -hmm. area, but she just was interested in 
writing. She yeah. was a writer. And most women at that time came to Hollywood to do what? To be stars. To be yes. movie stars. Yes. But not Frances. Right. She was a writer. She had an artistic background. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, she was uh, interested more in that side, although she did act a little bit. She did act and direct in some of those early movies. But and she remember, as we just talked about, they had a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Yeah. They were both so good for each other. You want to talk a little bit about that? Well, Mary um, was a star, which she enjoyed and loved, and she loved to be in charge, but she needed someone to write movies for her. She was... She was known as playing a little girl, and she got older and older, and she continued to play a little girl. And Frances Marion would write those parts for her. That's what the public wanted, Mary Pickford with her long blonde curls. So Frances did that for her. They became great friends. They, they um, lived by each other when they were both starting out. But at, to a certain point, Frances knew her career needed change, Mary was not open to that change very much. So when so, Mary's yeah. star, star started to fade, um, Frances went on to a more well-rounded career and did, did movies for a variety of people. Well, and the other thing that I think that we can point out, too, is Mary Pickford was a star of the silent films. Yes. And um, I forgot that point. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. a really important, important part, and she was just awesome at what she did but she just could not change with the time right. she had a very difficult time but Frances on the other hand went from just these little clips you know the little things that they put in a silent movie mm -hmm. um you know maybe a sentence or a half right. a sentence or you know and she went she was able to change the way that she approached things and write complete you know yeah. screenplays a, a complete story but now, Mary, let's let's not forget that Mary started a movie studio. We can't forget with, that with one. Douglas Fairbanks and Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin and D.W. Griffiths for a while was Who involved was a, in that. Was a great director. Yeah. So, so Mary, we we kind of downplay Mary's acting now that it that her star um, went down, but she had a great business career and she was very involved in running that studio. And they had great success in the beginning and took it away from some of these men who were running these studios and really running actors and actresses into the ground. They, they were just um, making so many movies every day and didn't care about They could get plenty of actors and actresses. Mary, it, was, it was like a puppy mill. Right. And, yeah. and I do want to point out um, that uh, Lori and I have read a lot of background information and I was just telling Lori before our little show started that um, Mary Pickford um, actually um, had a business sense, knowledge of business that a Hollywood, a female Hollywood producer has compared to uh, somebody with an MBA. She understands finances. She understands negotiations. Um, so she was, she was ahead of her time with, with that. So she was just not this actor, as Lori pointed out. She had a lot of other traits that were extremely helpful to both uh, she and to uh, Frances. And then um, going to their personal life, we talked about what great friends they were. 
but um, also um, they were both married a number of times, mm -hmm. but the two men that stand out was Mary's uh, second husband, uh, Douglas Fairbanks. Right. You want to talk a little bit about Douglas? They, um, they were absolutely gaga over each other and were, of course, America's sweethearts for quite a long time. Douglas, the, the Hollywood power right, couple. Douglas was a rather carefree guy, and he did swashbuckling stories and loved to entertain. He and Charlie Chaplin were incredible friends also. And um, Mary had more of the business sense, but um, they, uh, as, as so many Hollywood marriages do, they, they fell apart after a while. And one of the, one of the things we read was um, Mary, later, Mary later married, um, what was the guy's name that she married? Well, I can't remember her last husband, but she would call him Douglas all the time. Right. Yeah, well, and she was confused. But actually, and the, the metaphor that Lori is using, the star fading, her star did fade, and she retreated to the beautiful estate called Pickfair mm -hmm. that Douglas and Mary um, put together to live in and entertain and entertain, uh, you know, fellow uh, Hollywood stars and... Um, she retreated to Pickfair uh, because of her age. She retreated there because of alcoholism. Mm -hmm. And she retreated there because she just could not handle the changes that were going on in her personal life and, and the changes that, was ha that were happening in Hollywood. Yeah. And then, but Frances had, a, had two failed marriages early in her life and then married Fred... Thompson. Thompson. And do you remember how Frances met Fred Thomas? Oh, gee, I don't remember. Now I, how can I not oh. remember? Oh, okay. Well, I didn't do all my homework. No, that's all right. <laughs> I don't pass a lot of tests, but I think I will. Oh, now I remember. Okay, okay. I'm gonna, no, uh, go no. ahead, Lori. You well, tell the story. Mary and Frances were in, well, Mary was especially involved in, in World War right. One mm -hmm. with war bonds and that kind of thing, visiting hospitals and the troops and Mary introduced Francis to Fred he was in his sick bed um, recovering from some wound he uh, actually I believe he hurt himself in training oh in training okay yeah, I think okay. he twisted his okay. ankle okay well but I, I don't I don't mean to make light of that but <laughs> they fell uh, Francis and and uh, her husband-to-be fell yes. in love yes. immediately so Francis uh, had married a thing for that and then he eventually, he was a minister, and he quit the ministry because of her. She was a divorced woman. Uh, Francis got him in the movies, and he and he was he played a cowboy for years. He was like the number one cowboy mm -hmm. uh, of Hollywood. Yeah. But actually, we cannot forget what Francis did besides, you know, in World War One. Mary made. Mary uh, was able to raise millions of dollars with government bonds, but Francis went over to Europe and did a documentary and followed the troops. And, and she was ex uh, especially interested in how women were involved mm -hmm. in uh, World War I yeah. in Europe. So, I mean, these are fascinating women, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, just 
as you, you can tell, we just um, we, we keep going, we keep finding new things. We found a documentary called Without Lying Down, Francis Marion and the Powerful Women of Early Hollywood. A writer named Carrie Beauchamp wrote a book, wrote the book, and then a documentary has been put together. So um, it's kind of sad that Francis Marion has been forgotten, but um, we're trying to revive her, and Barb and I are going to. <laughs> Well, we're, we're, guess what? Um, Lori's the president of the of the uh, Francis uh -huh. and Mary Pickford. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah. What do you call it? Uh, is, it is it a fan club? Fan or is club. It a... Fan club. Yeah. yeah I okay. mean, that's kind of an old-fashioned word, but yeah. what we'll think of some other word. But Lori's the president. I'll be the vice president, and we're going to uh, have people realize just how influential these two women were in the early days of Hollywood, and how Hollywood should turn and say to them, thank you yes. for everything, paving the way for the new generation of women that have been in the news lately, yes. as we discussed earlier. But um, we would highly recommend The Girls in the Picture by? By Melanie Benjamin. And the, um, the, D the video, the documentary Without Lying Down, and probably the book, too. I, we, we need to need to find the book, I mm -hmm. guess. So there are resources out there. And then there's all these wonderful movies to watch that fortunately Barb and I like to watch the old movies. Right. And, you know, you, YouTube uh, has oh, yeah. a, t a ton of Mary Pickford movies. So, um, so I hope you enjoyed listening to our mm -hmm. podcast. I know that we enjoyed. We had fun doing this. Doing the research. And actually, this is what being a librarian is all about. Exactly. So thank you. Thank you.